Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and today we are talking about another conscious relationship tool, which I call capacity. We're going to talk about expanding your capacity in conscious romantic relationships so that you are able to meet both yourself and your partner with more awareness and consciousness. Capacity is one of the most important aspects of your conscious romantic relationship. And your ability to expand your capacity is directly relevant to your ability to be in a conscious romantic relationship that allows both you and your partner to thrive and create the relationship and life you both truly desire. Sometimes when we think about romantic relationships, we think that we just need to find the right partner, the person who will have the capacity to meet us in the conscious romantic relationship that we truly desire. While it's important to give consideration to capacity in that sense, when we talk about increasing and elevating and expanding your capacity, what we're really talking about is the work that you need to do with yourself as an individual. This expansion work in terms of capacity is useful no matter what stage of the romantic relationship cycle you're in right now. You might be leaving a relationship, you might be consciously single right now, you might be dating, you might be starting a new relationship, or you might be elevating and taking a current long-term relationship to a deeper, more loving and intimate level. No matter where you locate yourself in the conscious romantic relationship cycle right now and where you want to be heading next, expanding your capacity will allow you to get to where you want to go sooner. So let's first talk about what capacity actually means and what it looks like to have a big versus a small capacity in your romantic relationships. So a big versus small capacity is really the same as a conscious versus unconscious capacity. We're talking about your ability to meet the truth, your ability to meet yourself in all of your truth and sides, and your ability to meet your partner in that same way. The longevity of a relationship and the ability to go deep in intimacy and love is all about your ability to meet both yourself and your partner completely. You and your partner both bring with you your weaknesses, your past, your strengths, your fears, your insecurities, your dreams and desires, and your ability to be able to stay in the relationship for the long term and create a relationship that grows and evolves with and as both of you grow and evolve is all about your ability to meet both yourself and your partner throughout the course of the relationship. This is what I mean by capacity. So when you have a small capacity, we're really talking about showing up for capacity in an unconscious way. It looks like not being able to handle the truth. Perhaps your partner can only tell you certain things, otherwise you run away and you're not able to meet them. Perhaps you can't even have the conversation to express that truth with one another because you both are showing that your love is conditional based on what you expect from 
each other and what you make those expectations mean versus actually being able to hold sacred space for one another so that you can express and be witnessed and have all sides of you seen. A big or a conscious capacity in conscious romantic relationships is about your ability to meet, sit with, be with, and witness both yourself and your partner in your truth. You can imagine that when you're able to sit with, without running away, without reacting, but just being with the truth that is revealed in the moment that you're revealing that truth with your partner, either by holding your partner's truth in that moment or holding your own, your ability to do that and to be with that most importantly allows you to go deeper with your partner. If there is fear or conditions placed on the truth that you both want to express, then you will start holding back from each other and also from yourselves what that truth is. And what I've discovered in my own journey is that what we think is our truth in a certain moment is often just the truth that needs to be expressed and witnessed. It's the same as it is with our emotions or with the feeling of fear. When we don't sit with, meet with, allow our emotions and our fear to be seen and expressed, it just gets louder. Things become more difficult and we start reacting from our emotions and our fear rather than sitting with and being with and processing the emotion and fear, which allows us to access our deeper truth. So in terms of capacity, I would love for you to think about expanding your capacity so that it is big and conscious using five different ways to look at capacity. At the end of this episode, I'll also take you through an awareness exercise so you can see how your capacity is limited right now. And then I'll also take you through an expansion exercise so that you can begin today to expand your capacity. For those of you who want to dive deeper into expanding your capacity in your conscious romantic relationships, I recommend that you check out my one-to-one coaching in my conscious relationship coaching program. You can find all the details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. All you need to do is submit your application and then I'll invite you to a free coaching call so that we can find out whether we're a good fit for coaching together and I can get you started on your conscious romantic relationship journey. And then if it seems like we're a good fit and you're ready to prioritize this work in your life right now, I'll let you know what it looks like to work together. Okay, so here are the five areas to look at in order to expand your capacity. Number one, first think about your capacity to meet yourself. This is about being radically honest with yourself about where you're at right now, about what your truth is, even when it feels hard to see that in yourself and especially when it feels hard to share that with your partner or a potential partner. There's actually a book called Radical Honesty. I believe the author's name is Brad Blanton, but if I've got that wrong, then just do a quick Google and get the right information. Anyway, the concept of radical honesty is about being honest to yourself and others as a way to be seen. 
When we are not honest and we hold things back, which is always because of our socialization and conditioning, we lie to ourselves and we lie to others. And that drain upon ourselves is what causes us to get sick, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and it also is what separates and disconnects us from each other. So if we take this same concept into the context of romantic relationships, we can understand that if we're unable to first be honest with ourselves and meet ourselves where we're at in our truth, then of course this causes a disconnection with our partner and then therefore stifles our ability to have the deep love, intimacy and connection we desire. So Everything that we talk about in today's episode is not about arriving to a particular destination. It's all about the 1% shifts that you can make to deepen into each of these ways of expanding your capacity. So as you think about meeting yourself and the way you show up to talk to yourself about hard truths, about perhaps things that you don't like to acknowledge about yourself or about truths about where you are right now and what you're thinking about yourself and about your relationship and about where you're at in life right now. If there are areas where you notice yourself hiding back or avoiding admitting to yourself or even being more positive than you actually believe, they are all areas for growth within you ways to meet yourself more honestly and then therefore to expand your capacity especially if you find it difficult to feel seen and heard and even to prioritize yourself in in relationship you want to start here because the truth is you're probably not allowing yourself to feel seen and heard and therefore prioritize yourself because you're not doing that with yourself first and foremost. So then of course it makes it really difficult to do that with your partner. So the first area for expanding capacity is to expand your capacity to meet yourself by deepening just 1% at a time into being radically honest with yourself about where you are, what you need, what your truth is. And then that takes us to the second area for capacity, which is your ability to meet each other. Here we also need radical honesty and it's definitely a whole other practice to practice radical honesty in the context of someone else being present and witnessing you. And it also requires a greater level of vulnerability. If you're judging yourself, you probably believe that your partner will judge you. And because of this fear, it's actually also one of the greatest areas for growth. And that is why relationships are so, so important in our lives. Yes, we can all live our life and we can be alone and we can keep our truth to ourselves out of fear of what other people may think. We can tell ourselves that we're doing that because we don't want other people to crush us and we really back ourselves. But the truth is, if we're holding ourselves back from being seen by others, it is truly because of judgment within ourselves. And the 
inability to allow yourself to have many faces, many sides, some of which you think are acceptable and some of which you think are unacceptable. And the truth is we're usually much more relaxed and lenient with other people than we are with ourselves. So our ability to meet our partner is probably has a wider and deeper and more expanded capacity than our ability to allow our partner to meet ourselves. So what we want to think about in this area is your ability to be honest with your partner about your truth and also your ability to receive your partner in their truth. Now, this leads us to the third area for capacity, which is all about your ability to hold the truth without action or judgment. Now, if we are policing ourselves and what is possible and what we expect in terms of truth, then we will also be doing this with our partner. So sometimes your partner is going to tell you things that you don't like to hear, just like you tell yourself and also avoid. And that might lead you to either one, simply not truly and deeply listening to what your partner is is saying. And secondly, acting immediately from the truth that is shared. What I have discovered about relationships and the power that they hold, the special sacred space that they hold, is that your ability to share your truth and have that witnessed by another person allows you to access a deeper truth. I like to refer to this as the rubbish on the top. So when I'm having a conversation with my partner and sharing my truth, I'm sharing it with the intention of allowing myself to be witnessed and seen, but knowing that there is almost always a deeper truth to be found. And through the process of allowing myself to be radically honest and vulnerable to both myself and to my partner, that is what allows me to access my deeper truth. So my ability to access my deeper truth is actually directly linked to my ability to sit with, without action and without judgment, the truth that is revealed layer by layer. I also need to be able to do this with what my partner reveals to me. Instead of making their truth about me, instead, I just allow them to share their truth, knowing that that is what allows the deeper truth to be revealed. And it may be in that conversation or it might be in a future conversation. It might be in a day. It might be in months from that time. If you can allow yourself to sit in the in-between time without judging your partner and without judging yourself for what is coming up, the explanation and the story that comes up about the truth that's been revealed, you will allow both of you to access a deeper truth. The fourth area that you can expand your capacity in is your ability to hold doubts and insecurities. Again, whenever truth is revealed, it will usually have a lot of rubbish on the top, which is what will be revealed first. And this rubbish on the top will usually be coming from the fear-based scarcity point of view that most of us are more tuned into than the deeper, abundant, loving source of wisdom within us. 
what allows you to get to that source of wisdom more quickly and easily is when you have spaces to let out the doubt, the fear, the insecurity, and the scarcity. So if you and your partner are able to come to an agreement that you will be able to meet and hold without taking it personally or judging one another or judging yourselves, any doubts and insecurities, and you have that as a regular practice between you, which might need to be weekly at first, or maybe it's monthly, you just can start doing this on a certain periodic basis and then get a feel. Do we need to do it more regularly or can we do it less regularly? If you hold that space for one another to share your doubts and insecurities without either of you acting on them or judging them, that in and of itself will allow deeper truths to be revealed and more abundant, loving truths to be revealed. As you can imagine with that, it allows you both to go deeper in your intimacy, love and connection together. Number five, you can also expand your capacity through your ability to hold where you are right now and where you are heading. So often we want to be where our vision wants to take us. And it's beautiful that we have this vision because it guides our decisions. It guides the actions that we choose to take. We can simply ask ourselves, is this particular opportunity or this particular Uh, action aligned with our vision and where we're heading or is it not? And that makes decision making so much easier and it ensures that you and your partner continue to stay aligned with each other along the way. However, you and your partner will be where you're at right now. There is a reason a relationship offers so much growth. It's because you're not where you want to be, right? It's you're not at that final destination. And the truth is this is this is true for all of us for the rest of our lives. We're never at that end point and we always have more desires. It's beautiful just to accept that that is the way it will always be. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But your ability to get to where you want to go is directly affected by your ability to be where you are now. So it's not about giving up one for the other. It's about your capacity to hold both. I can hold where we are now. I can see it for its beauty. I can see it for its strengths. I can see it for its limitations. I can see it for its possibilities. And I can also hold our vision and use that to guide our actions as we move forward. Your ability to hold both of these and to not try to skip any steps or diminish your vision because of where you are right now also allows your capacity to expand and be more and more conscious within your romantic relationship. Because the truth is, A romantic relationship is really a space where you both commit to seeing each other where you are now without the growth and without the learning that you will have in the future. And that is acceptable, right? You're still committed to each other. Your love is not conditional. It is. We choose to love each other through the process, through the journey, and the container stands strong and true despite what is happening right now in the relationship. If you and your partner can hold that and you can trust each other, you you can meet each other in the journey, that is 
indescribable, it's invaluable, and that I believe is what all of us are truly searching for. So when it comes to capacity and expanding your capacity so that it is big and conscious, there are two exercises I want to share with you. The first is an exercise to increase your awareness. I've got uh, four questions that you can ask yourself and journal upon. The first is, where do I shrink in terms of my ability to meet truth, whether that's with my partner or with myself. Where do I notice I shrink? I don't want to hear from my partner on this particular topic, or I feel I don't want to hear from myself on this particular topic. So I shrink, right? I shrink my desires. I shrink my truth. I shrink my ability to hear and deeply listen to my partner and myself. The second question is, where do I avoid meeting truth? This is just another way to ask the same question previously, but it might resonate with some of you more. Where do I avoid listening to the truth from myself or from my partner? And then the third question is, where do I make assumptions? So I hear a truth about myself or I hear a truth about my partner and then I make a story about it. The truth that we share is the starting point. It's not a closed door. It's the starting point for more exploration between you, between you and yourself. But most of us take what is said as truth and the end of the story, the closed door. So we don't continue to explore those truths together. What do you really mean by that? And asking it from a place of openness and curiosity rather than a place of manipulation, trying to get the other person somewhere specifically or even trying to get yourself somewhere specifically. So where do you make assumptions? And then the fourth and final question is, where do you rush to take action? When you meet yourself or you meet your partner, where do you rush to take action? What are those things that your partner or yourself will tell you that you then want to start controlling and meeting with action? Maybe the action is we need to break up or we need to go on a break or I need some time to myself right now. Or maybe it's, hey, I want to take all these actions and here's a to-do list of what we can do. Where am I doing that? Where, where does it feel like I'm rushing to take action? This exercise will help you to identify the areas where you can start making those 1% shifts and where they will also uh, have the biggest impact in terms of expanding your capacity. The second exercise is about expansion. One of the most important practices you can practice throughout all five areas we've just spoken about to expand your capacity is to practice remaining grounded through it all. So you want to do some research and ask yourself, what grounding practices can I utilize when I am meeting myself, when I am meeting my partner, when I am receiving doubts and insecurities, when I am meeting truth without action or judgment, when I am holding the now and our vision for our relationship, 
what practices can I use to support myself in remaining grounded through it all? When you remain grounded, it allows you energetically to open up and expand. It allows you to come from a peaceful, stable, secure place so that you're actually able to see and you're actually able to sit with, meet, be with and witness. This is really a recipe for everything in life. It's a recipe for all expansion, your ability to calm your nervous system, to remain grounded, anchored, to be patient, to be slow is what allows expansion. And it's the same for expansion and capacity in your conscious romantic relationship. So there you go, my beautiful friends. I hope that you enjoyed this episode all about capacity in conscious romantic relationships. This is a conscious romantic relationship principle that I have come up with to support my clients in creating the conscious romantic relationships they truly desire. It will allow you to create a deeper, more intimate and loving connection with your partner and to create the thriving life and relationship that you and your partner truly desire. If you'd love to receive support in this process so that you can expand your capacity, no matter what stage of the romantic relationship cycle you're in right now, and whether you're single or in a relationship, I invite you to check out my Conscious Romantic Relationship Coaching Program over at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. That's all for now, my beautiful friends. I'll see you in our next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. 